Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison. Welcome to Spirit Connection. It's Wednesday, May 26, 2021, and I have a prophetic word that I hope will help usher in a new move of the Lord in your life and do some restoration of the Father's love. This is to help children. This is to help children of all ages, the children of God. This is to help people right now who may not understood the Father's love and also to bring healing to any wounds that have gotten in because of parental figures or maybe some leaders in your life. This is not to judge anything. I'm going to share a little bit of my story as well. But this is a prophetic word for now that God's healing the wounds of the fathers and the mothers and releasing us. And so the Lord's moving on children right now of all ages. And I hope this message helps you, even if you don't have children, but helps you also to help children or to get healed of anything from your childhood. And anyway, Lord, we pray for the release of the anointing that you gave me this message. Just yesterday, you told me to do this. And you gave me this message and said that you wanted to bring healing to the Father's heart. And that you wanted to do this and so that we can get aligned with heaven and get on the timetable on earth as it is in heaven right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we can bring healing. There's a mess right now. And the answer, by the way, as we move towards healing the mess, the answer is not waiting to get raptured out of here. If you've noticed, the second coming of Christ has not happened, though I believe it will. We need to take responsibility for our assignment on earth first. 1 Corinthians 12.31, the Apostle Paul says this, Now eagerly desire greater gifts, and yet I will show you a more excellent way. Now this is the context of the verse before the very famous 1 Corinthians 13 chapter. I love read at every wedding, but it is actually all based on this, is to desire the gifts and go after the love. Been around me, you know, I talk about... Jesus talks about love is the greatest thing. So we need to take responsibility to bring healing to our relationships and find the way of love. God is moving on young people right now. Young, heart young. I consider myself, in fact, we did do a restaurant yesterday and the guy said, hey, young man. He said, praise God, I'm 62, you know, and I'm young at heart, and I know that this is the time God wants to move. And we're just celebrating Pentecost last weekend. And now notice something on those verses about Pentecost. Acts 2.17, in the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit out on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. This is men and women, boys and girls. God is moving on the sons and daughters And prophecy, dreams, and visions, no matter what age you are, is going to move. Now, it doesn't limit anything. And I can remember having 
prophetic dreams when I was four years old. I had no idea that they were prophetic. I didn't even know. I just thought everyone knew stuff, you know, and I didn't remember them. I, these are details. I could remember them. And now I understand that these were actually prophetic. And imagine if we could work with the Lord and teach our children, our grandchildren, our people in our community, the deep things of the Lord. During the time of Jesus' triumphal entry, you might know this as, as Palm Sunday, the leaders tried to quiet the children. They said to them, in fact, do you hear what these are saying? It was Matthew twenty-one sixteen. Do you hear these children, what they're saying? They were singing in the Spirit. They were crying out. And Jesus said to them, from the lips of children and infants will come praise. Jesus said, do not hinder. He said, don't hinder the children children of any age. So adults can sometimes try to get children to quiet down or to be discouraged from worshiping, being creative, or sharing supernatural experience. I was told that, that I had too big of an imagination. They thought I was lying when I told them stuff. Uh, And when I think back, it's probably because I didn't understand what I was seeing, and they didn't understand it either. But did you know that we all have guardian angels? Now, I want to unpack this message here. Get ready. It's a little bit of a teaching I'm going to go into and then a, and a healing time. In Matthew 19, 14, Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them or hinder them, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So do not hinder the children or the children of God or anyone from coming to Jesus, for theirs Yours is the kingdom. And here's the powerful verse that most people miss, explains a lot. Jesus said in Matthew 18.10, he said, See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Whoa. That shows we have some guardian angels, but also that's pretty serious. And that explains why you knew stuff. Maybe the Lord helped you, even you've had difficult times. And there was another place in, in Acts 12, 13 and 14 that explains the fact that it happens as an adult, too, that you can have a guardian angel when Peter was broken out of jail. It explains these things. Your angel, no matter what time of your life, Actually, especially for children, because it shows that they have a direct connection because of their innocence and has a direct connection with heaven. And that's why kids tend to know things and not know it. So incomes, tough love and zero tolerance. Many people really have kind of grown up in a hostile environment, whether it was physical, emotional, spiritual. You could grow up in any of those environments. Maybe you didn't have any abuse, but yet you were in a hostile spiritual environment. And Proverbs thirteen twenty four that whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. Now, tough love came in somewhere, but you could actually back up tough love with Bible verses. And many parents and leaders think it's a good thing. It's biblical, actually. But they may not have realized that the Bible actually, in the New Testament, Jesus doesn't support this. In fact, Jesus says, do not hinder the children from coming to him. I tell you, there's times when you need tough love. There are sometimes, I realize that. 
But you can't lead out with this. It can't be our main way of doing things as it has been. Tough love is not having grace. It actually can cause people to be damaged in how they view the Father or even Jesus. Anything that causes the children to be wounded, children of God even, you, it causes to be wounded from experiencing love is a serious violation of the New Testament. And there is a difference between, remember the horse whisperer? Those who could, you know, they led by the stick or they could whisper in with the spirit of love. Jesus said the greatest commandment that all the laws of the prophets hang on love. Let me show you a more excellent way. Did you know that the children are anointed right now? Jesus said, this is in Matthew eleven twenty five. He said, I praise you, Father, because uh, you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned, but revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is pleasing for you to do. Our spiritual gifts are active from the time we are born, and they actually get opened up a little bit later on more, but they're actually active. Whether you got trained in them or not, you may have had them. According to Jeremiah 1.5, Jeremiah was a prophet from the time of his mother's womb. And we could see this throughout the Bible. We don't understand it. Children, Jesus at age 12 in Luke 2.47, everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding of his answers. Now, this is before he received the Holy Spirit. This wasn't just because he was the son of God here. He was just operating in his gifts before his time. Let's take a look at Joseph, son of Jacob. Now, one of the turning points in Israel was when Joseph, the son of Jacob, interpreted some dreams of a world leader, Pharaoh, in Genesis 41. Now, remember, Joseph is the son of Jacob. Jacob later became Israel. This is the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. Joseph is one of them. But if you go back to Genesis 31, at that time, Joseph was a dream interpreter. I've studied this. It's amazing. And in Genesis 31, his father, Jacob, suddenly gets dreams on how to profit over his father-in-law, Laban. But if you look at that, the context, Joseph, the infant, was in Rachel's womb at that time. There is a significance in this, I tell you. There's something about a new child being birthed and can affect the father, the spiritual environment, and the family. I know what happened with me when I got birthed. I used to think that I, you know, I wasn't, I was less than the rest of the prophets. No one showed up, an angel didn't show up. The Lord was showing me more lately that, yeah, I had a calling. In fact, my calling when I came in, it caused everything to get disrupted. And it took me years to get into it. But this is what God's doing right now. Maybe you've heard about the Joseph anointing. He's bringing that again. That's Joseph uh, was in prison. He interprets Pharaoh's dreams. We see that. And Pharaoh was called to, uh, you know, to interpret. He just didn't interpret the dreams. He also gave wisdom. And later on, he went and he changed things. Joseph did. He was able to change the world. And during the big, huge economic downturn, because Joseph listened to the Lord, the entire family, Jacob, who was Israel, were blessed. They received new clothes, gold houses. They got. They actually saved their lives during that famine. So here's a little bit more about the, the child, Joseph. 
Jacob had received the prophetic dreams during that time, as I had said. But then, you know, Joseph himself had dreams. And it was at age 17 years old, he had two dreams of his father and mother that they were going to bow down to him. And this made his brothers, I tell you. And his his father recognized the anointing on him. He knew something was up with him. He made him the coat of many colors. And he saw this anointing, but his brothers got jealous, sold him, lied to his father that he had died by an animal and sold him off to Egypt. And I tell you, that's where he ended up. The fulfillment of those dreams happened, that he got favor of the Lord. But I, I want to say this, my experience, I had the call of God in my life ever since I can remember at age four, five, I had very strong prophetic dreams. It's not like the end of the world things. I had things about our family. I knew stuff, you know, but I never knew it till recently. I look back and go, okay, that was prophetic, wasn't it? And we went under hardship at age five. We moved 10 times in the next two years, 10 times to three states. We moved and we weren't in the military. We came under hardship. And at age six, I remember this in 1965, a Pentecostal neighbor laid hands on me. And prophesied my yard. I remember this clear. This boy is going to be a great preacher of the Lord. My oldest brother, just like Joseph's brother, he got jealous. And he started to beat and molest me for years. Now he's in heaven now, bless his heart. (laughs) He's in heaven now because he had given his life to the Lord. But he was a bitter one, you know. And uh, I was bullied. I was, you know, terribly treated by people. But it was not by my mother and father. My mother, father, my stepfather, my father died when I was 10. He was electrocuted, just a really tragic. But my mother, my father, my stepfather never, ever beat me. They were kind to me. But I suffered great abuse and persecution over my calling. Delayed it for years. In fact, I got that calling in 1965. It took me till 1991. At age 32, I preached my first sermon in Oldless Mission in San Francisco. I suffered greatly. Even after that, after I got ordained as a minister, years later, I was 40, we went through a really rough time and almost lost my entire family to Huntington's disease and cancer. And in 2001, I got healed of the symptoms of Huntington's 20 years ago. We started in like connection. That's the ministry that I have now. We started it 20 years ago. I tell you, I have not been this man I love. You know, I tried my best. I had a lot under my belt. I had a lot of woundedness. I'd gone through a lot of healing. But because of that, I was a mean person. I was a perfectionist. And I wasn't mean in the sense I didn't abuse anybody physically. But I, had, I used tough love. On my daughter, I used tough love on my team, my employees. I didn't mean it. And I say right now, if you're listening, it's because we've had a ministry for 20 years. If you ever worked with me or you ever encountered me and I did hurt you in any way, I ask forgiveness now. My team now, my staff knows me as Doug 3.0. <laughs> I got an upgrade of love. And when I got this, I got healed because it aligned me with the perfect love Jesus talks about. It aligned me. The Lord is releasing the heart of the Father. I'm finally, I'm 62, and I'm moving into a season now to where I can love for the first time. My wife even says it. She's so grateful of it. You know, we've been married for 25 years now. And this is what the Lord's doing right now. The Lord is releasing the Father's heart for you. And I want to pray this. 
right now. Lord, I pray as fathers and uh, mothers and older siblings, as leaders, if anyone has abused or hurt the hearts, I pray for forgiveness, Lord. I pray that each person listening would be able to forgive. You don't have to agree with it. I don't agree with what happened to me, but I forgave them because it got me out of the prison. Lord, I ask that you would heal us, that you would bring healing to the tough love. This uh, zero tolerance thing is not even biblical, and it causes our children to not have grace. We wonder why they're not operating in grace. It's because we're teaching them zero tolerance. It's not the Bible. We pray, Lord, for the more excellent way. We pray for the release of the Father's heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. You might need to seek some healing. And I'm going to release some prophetic words in the month of June over this. That there's healing to the Father's heart coming. And when that happens, I tell you, that is the spirit of Elijah. The spirit of Elijah has to come. That's the healing of the fathers and the mothers towards the children. Not making the children obey us. There's a full message in this, but that's what's coming. And I hope you could be part of this. It's going to be a powerful time. Wow, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and about to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I've got a powerful, powerful, powerful replay available to you to Prophecy, Dreams, and Visions, the release of Pentecost Power we did last weekend. And my goodness, it was powerful. And it was where I teach on dreams, understanding dreams, understanding visions, and the release of Pentecost Power. Just go to DougAnnison.com forward slash release power. Also, we need a content writer and publishing specialist Go to DougAddison.com forward slash jobs. Consider giving to what we do as well. DougAddison.com forward slash give. I'm just so excited for what God's doing. And I know things are going to turn around. But you do need to step up right now. The Lord's going to help us bring healing to our hearts. All right. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.